0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Hello,
2: ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's
3: Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Let, let, let,
3: let's do this. Three, two, one. Welcome
0: to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at Supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Good morning and welcome everyone to the JT Show Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and. Who, who's that? Who's that in there? I don't recognize that fella. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's the clean shaven, clean coiffed rhino. <laughs> this
3: makes all my facial expressions so much more vibrant. <laughs>
4: That is so awesome, but first, what day is this? It's Friday, y'all. Whew, what a day we had yesterday, the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. How much did we raise?
3: $323,556.76.
4: I think that sounds about right. I think I got it on the nose. The most important part was the 323000 Woo-hoo! What a big day, I tell you, our audience, the most generous in the nation. Incredible. That's just incredible. And of course, the the threshold for young Rhino <laughs> to get out the razor and the clippers is 250, right?
3: Well, we had a $100,000 on the haircut and $250,000 for the shave.
4: Okay. Well, we just blew right through that. <laughs> and he is now, folks, clean shaven, clean coiffed. Wow. It's it always
3: just... takes me about a week to get used to having this little hair in the shower.
4: <laughs> is, it, is it itching? No, oh, no. It's not?
3: No, my, my beard doesn't start itching until about... Two weeks in, and it's only a couple
4: days. Okay, when little nubs, little scrubble starts coming out. Well, I think you look. I think you look great either way. But uh, it's it's a little change of pace, and that kind of spices things up a little bit, I reckon. But then we got Drake Bassett, the president and CEO of Palmer Home, who's going to be on at ten twenty to discuss the big day yesterday. It was so much fun. Talking to, of course, the staff of Palmer Home and uh, some of the children that uh, are, are either resident at Palmer Home or, in the case of one of our guests late in the show yesterday, has uh, graduated from the uh, Palmer Home and now gainfully employed at a local, actually, it's a regional CPA firm. I know those guys real well. They're a fantastic organization. So So proud. He was such an impressive. Man, I'm not gonna call him a young man. He's a man, and I, he was so impressive, and just so good to see positive outcomes, positive results like that coming out of Palmer Home. That we would expect nothing uh, less because we see those situations all over the place. They're 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 wide and deep, and it's just a good thing. So. A lot of fun we had yesterday. Back to business today. Oh, we got Richard Cross coming up at 11.05. You know him. He's the host of Sports Talk Mississippi. He'll be talking about, hard to believe, SEC Media Days. Hoover. Yep. Coming up next week, they'll be over there. And then our own Stephen Gagliano at 12.20. He's the news director of Super Talk News. We'll talk about this week's uh, Past goings on across the great state of Mississippi, and we got a concert giveaway today as well. Correct?
3: I do believe.
4: Yeah, and of course, in a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar comes up after the JT show at one o'clock. We also had the great JT dial in, talked about the uh, JT Williamson Education Fund at the Palmer Home. You can tell just talking about it, he uh, gets a he gets a little. Uh, Verplump about it, which is a good thing, because it's and it's an appropriate honor, I believe, for him, and uh, it's just so cool to have that fun uh, bear his name, and it is funded, ready to go, just a really, really good deal. On the C Spire text line, somebody's already talking about your cloth there, Rhino. Take it from a bald man, Rhino, careful in that summer sun. A sunburned head ain't fun. Well, he's not bald. He, he just cut a fair amount of the locks off of his head. So he's not totally bald. When you compare it to shoulder-length hair, yeah, it's, it's bald. <laughs> That's true. So you don't have any protection now on your neck. <laughs> and I did then have to get shoulders. after a
3: little bit with the uh, with the super trimmer last night to kind of even up the back because it was uh, – it was a little bit longer than the top. It's still a little bit longer than the top, but yeah. that, that's just because my hair in the back of my head is so thicker.
4: And you didn't use the uh, the Flowbee, did you?
3: No, still didn't pull <laughs> the trigger on getting the Flowbee.
4: <laughs> All have, right. don't have to
3: worry about it now.
4: No, right. You're good to go for a year, at least, huh? So you're going to let it go for the whole year?
3: That seems to be the plan each and every year. Oh, Although, I... I may have to finagle the the mustache and and beard thing to make the mustache a more expensive shave because when I was shaving yesterday and got down to just the mustache, I kind of liked how that looked.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, you ought to try that next. Just go right,
3: Jamie Heineman, handlebar Hulk
4: Hogan <laughs> mustache, <laughs> Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> oh well, well, I think you look great, and most importantly. We eclipsed those uh, fundraising thresholds, uh, which prompted you to take to the shears and the razor, and that's the best part about the whole deal. No oh, question. Yeah.
3: It's always for the
4: kids. Absolutely. No question. So we look forward to visiting with Drake at 1020 uh, and get his take on uh, the Radiothon. And, and folks, I, I just got to tell you, the people here at talk you don't see a lot of folks behind the scenes. Everybody. Works their rears off to make that deal happen. It's a big production, and when you and so I just want to extend my gratitude and compliments uh, to them, all those folks who, who made it such a successful day. They worked tirelessly preparing for it, and they worked exhaustively uh, during the day. And it uh, it's such an honor to be associated and part of that team. So it's just good work. That uh, the folks here do, and again, also thanks to Kim and Steve, management for uh, being such a, a faithful sponsor of Palmer Home and partner with Palmer Home. They see that as uh, just a great organization for Super Talk to associate with, and I totally agree. So, thanks to everybody that made it such a successful day, and we look forward to future radio thons here at Super Talk. All right, so we got to talk a little politics there, and Rhino pointed out yesterday after the show, we're going to have two days of information stored up for today's show. we got to start with what appears to be uh, corroboration, collusion between the federal government and big tech. Now, they'll tell you this just isn't going on. Oh, no, we're totally separate. There's a hard line, line in the sand between government and and these woke technology. there. And honestly, I take a little bit of offense to it as being in the technology business. Social media platforms, I don't consider to be technology. Those are really more media companies and, um, and application software platforms, if you will, that utilize technology. In fact, it is the technology industry that provides the wares that facilitate their business, the servers, the storage, what we call in, in the business uh, uh, network compute storage. I mean, those are the sort of the triad of infrastructure. All of that is provided by tech, not the technology industry. These guys simply leverage that to publish their their platform, their application software, uh, and in fact, one of my customers hosted thousands of servers used by Facebook. So it was their data center facilities, infrastructure that we delivered and installed. Uh, but I'm digressing a little bit. I, I just I take a little bit of exception to them being referred as big tech. They're really not at the end of the day. That's in my opinion. I'm making a hard line distinction between folks that are using technology to deliver a service, that being social media and those that actually design and implement and support the underlying technology. Anyhow, they are, according to the White House, we might even have some sound here. I, I'm not sure if you got that ready to go for us there, Rhino, but Jen Saki, she had something to say about that yesterday.
5: Uh, with these social media platforms. uh, And those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, Given, as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken, or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook, Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. We also created the COVID-19, the COVID Community Corps to get factual information into the hands of local messengers. And we're also investing, uh, as you all have seen, in the presidents, the vice presidents and Dr. Fauci's time in meeting with
4: Well, you heard it right there, folks. That is the federal government of the United States.
6: Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts. Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333.
7: Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a wink troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter.
8: No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
10: Made us in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping, and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for
11: home and garden. That's what Callaway's is.
8: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601 790 9407.
12: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights, starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
0: Now, 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 back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino.
13: Great news everybody!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
13: Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show. Super Top Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Joining us now, Drake Bassett, president and CEO of the Palmer Home for Children. Morning, Drake. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Gerard. How are you? Doing fantastic. What a fantastic day we had. The Palmer Home for Children Radiothon here on Super Talk Mississippi. you got to be pleased, huh?
2: Uh. <clears throat> Pleased and grateful. I asked Rhino if he was bald, you know, and he said, uh, uh, yeah, he'd cut his hair off. And, you know, I just appreciate everybody's uh, spirit around trying to uh, uh, help Palmer home. uh, Because with that, you know, they're they're speaking into the lives of so many children. Uh, So we were humbled. uh, We're excited. uh, And, uh, you know, we enjoy the day. um, But I think when we all step back and realize – you know, it's really cool. Put our shoulder to the wheel and everybody get on page for one day and make that kind of impact. We couldn't be happier.
4: I totally agree. Last year, as you know, Drake, the uh, Radiothon produced $276,526 to uh, yesterday's take, 2021, three twenty three five fifty six seventy six. So that's uh, about, what, a uh, $49,000 bump. Uh, increase over the prior year. That's
2: exactly right.
4: Yeah, so that is uh, that's just a really oh, good deal. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh,
2: Crashing through three hundred thousand uh, is is a pretty good feeling, and um, you know, every gift, it, it you know, two dollars, twenty dollars, two hundred dollars, you know, every gift makes a difference. And I I think because we are a faith based mission, we understand that you know it it's it's not always the the number it's the spirit behind the number it's sure. the spirit behind the gift and what god can do with anything uh, we continue to see that play out every day um, he's able to make an impact in ways that that uh, we don't always understand yeah. uh, but we just trust that the spirit behind the gift is 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 the right one and we've we felt that yesterday from so many people across the state you know leadership uh, people on the street people just you know, going about their business, but taking a few minutes out of their day to stop and and say, you know what, uh, I want to help. I want to participate, and that's how this thing goes forward. We're in our 126th year, and that's how it's going to continue to go.
4: Yeah, and hopefully, of course, next year we want to bust this record as well—the 300 in uh, twenty-three thousand dollars. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and plan on that right now. I, I think. I think the good thing is that the the, uh, the Palmer Home is producing results, and, and people see that. I know yesterday I particularly enjoyed interviewing uh, those that have been part of the Palmer Home, have, have been uh, served by the Palmer Home as children, and uh, and just to see the the positive outcomes there that that's just a, a good feeling and, and makes you feel good about uh, being part of that and, and making whatever gift you can to help out. That's that's the best part to me. I mean, it just shows firsthand uh, the positive outcomes.
2: Well, I think we all, you know, want to make an impact, and, and you want to trust uh, any organization, but you certainly want to trust uh, teams and organizations that are, 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 are trying to make a difference in the lives of vulnerable children. You you want to believe that, you know, that $5 or that 50 bucks or whatever it is that you're putting into a larger number, uh, you want to believe that everybody's on point. You want to believe that everybody takes the matter as seriously as, as, as you are in that moment when you're trying to, you know, give. And that's our responsibility, and that's our commitment to the public, that we will be here, We will remain uh, faith-based. We will continue to operate without federal funding. We will work to keep siblings together. And just as you described, Gerard, we will focus on positive outcomes. And those outcomes, as you saw yesterday, look very different. Every child's story is different. But we understand that there are a core set of values and a core set of things that we want to pay attention to that can help a child not only – learn how to survive and make a living and be part of a community, but also develop, you know, those spiritual things in life that make all the
4: difference. Absolutely. And uh, I think it's safe to say, Drake, that uh, you you talked about the mission and and your commitment. I think you fulfilled that commitment. and, And that, of course, is personified and manifested and uh, the graduates and the folks that move on and and become productive citizens in society. And that's really what it's all about. That's that's what it's just refreshing and rewarding to see those kinds of positive results.
2: Well, as I listened uh, to some of those children yesterday, uh, you know, there were different times when I I was reflecting on uh, the fact that they were at one point, you know, uh, you know, they were seven, eight, and nine and now they're eight you know, sixteen, yeah. seventeen, and eighteen and, and uh and I'm watching them emerge uh as these positive uh participants uh in society. Uh, yeah, I had to pull off once or twice. Uh you know, on radio you don't get to see you, but we had that T V thing going and yeah. uh, we were talking with one young man yesterday afternoon and I thought This needs to get over with quick. My eyes are starting to get wet. (laughs) I I know what these young people have been through, and I see the the, the choices they make, and I see the impact our teams are making. And those life wins that that only they know and and, uh, we can believe and trust are happening, you know, it's really, really encouraging. And so I'm so proud of these young people who are making the choice to embrace the opportunity that's in front of them. And I'm so thankful super talk and i'm so thankful to the people of mississippi who get it if we work together we can create those kind of changes so it's exciting to see it all come together and on a day like yesterday uh you know we go to sleep tired and we go to sleep worn (laughs) out but we go to sleep happy
4: yeah that's absolutely right and the kind of the way i think we all felt around here as well it was a lot of energy as you know drake uh that that put in to the event and that energy uh, i think paid off and that's the best part about it and that's why people do it, it, it we also sure <laughs> we can't say it enough but of course we interviewed and talked to several of the staff but it it's uh, you can just detect the commitment the passion the conviction really to do the lord's work and to and to take care of children and make sure they have uh, happy childhoods and then develop into productive adults but from the educational specialist to the transition leaders to the house parents it's a team effort and we just can't say enough how impressed we are with the great staff and we know they're the ones that's really getting the work down uh, at the ground level
2: well you touched on it uh i received a text from uh One of our board members uh, yesterday afternoon, and he made the observation, you know, just that, that, um, you know, just said, I know you're proud of the team. And I said, you know, every day I give thanks uh, for the great, great people uh, on our team, because you're absolutely right. They bring their passion. They bring their conviction, as you say, to do the Lord's work. They bring their skill set, and they bring their empathy to uh, the needs of children who've experienced these things. And so when all of that comes together, it starts with great people. We're able to work on a few things and create some results. And uh, we stay on our knees. We keep praying. But, you know, when people work together and, and, and bring the gifts that, that they have, boy, it is fun to see. So I, I'm I'm truly blessed uh, to have such a great team. I'm inspired by them. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about things that motivate you. You know, you get around the people you work with, and you see where they're headed. I want to be a part of that.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it, it, it fires you up, makes you want to work harder uh, just to make sure that, that uh, they've got a great work environment and all the resources and assets they need to accomplish their mission and their task. And that, uh, I know from past experience, that's how presidents and CEOs are rewarded. It's a great part of their reward is seeing their team uh, succeed.
2: Exactly right. You know, our job is to get the barriers out of the way, um, create those opportunities, make sure that they're in a good working environment, make sure that we take care of them. Sure. Uh, And, you know, I think yesterday was really, really good for our staff to know that, you know, every day where they're in the trenches, every day where they're working, to hear from so many people that appreciate the work that they're doing was a gift. It was a gift to them and it was a gift to me. Uh, And so above and beyond the numbers, and you're absolutely right, we want to crack that higher number next year, but (laughs) these other things that mean so much to us, you know, to to receive the affirmation, to hear the stories of impact, um, that's super, super healthy uh, for our team to hear. And I think we all, like I said, we went to sleep happy, but I think we appreciate it so much, just the collaboration. And that's how we see it. We do this together with all of the people. Who donate? They put their fingerprints on this mission by donating and their prayers. We're thankful,
4: Drake. Pleasure visiting with you today. Uh, I hope you have a, a great weekend. Thank you so much for the great work. Thanks to your team, and we at Super Talk are just so proud and honored to be affiliated with uh, the uh, the organization and to host the radiothon. Can't wait to do it next year. Take care, sir.
2: Thank you, Gerard. Have a great day, and thanks again so much.
4: You bet. Drake Bassett, President and CEO of Palmer Home. We'll take a break. We'll come right back on the JT Show.
14: This is Anitra over at Macbee's I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy our blue plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips or chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms spring sauce, And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets.
9: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party to 2.
1: Find new roads.
16: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The
17: State Board of Education is ready to get kids back in the classroom this upcoming school year. The board has officially set its policies to resume in-person schooling as the primary teaching mode for the 2021-22 school year, while also setting requirements for districts that choose to offer virtual options. The action also aligns with the American Rescue Plan, which will provide money to schools to help safely reopen and maintain safe operations.
16: And while Mississippi casinos are seeing record-breaking handles as we emerge from the pandemic... Larry Gregory with the Gaming Association says there is one thing holding the industry back just a bit.
7: We're just like any other business. I mean, we're
16: out there scratching our head trying to get ideas, incentives to get people in to work. That we hopefully are seeing a turnaround like most people are. Gregory also noted that as conferences and entertainment return, revenues will continue to climb. I'm Andy Davis.
15: Trustmark checking fits you to a T Use the MyTrustmark app to bank anywhere from your
17: Truck to a tent
15: Make mobile payments at retailers from
18: Tampa to Tacoma
15: And with new Plus Checking, you'll even get discounts on trips Trip? Ah, uh, hey, you stole my line You need Plus Checking It has identity theft protection, too Don't stop
5: about Trustmark,
15: people you trust, advice that works Member FDIC
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: on this Friday, courtesy of Rhino, the clean-shaven, freshly-coiffed Rhino. In the Super Supertalk studios on the JT Show, got some texts rolling in on the C Spire text line. So Curtis and Biloxi said, respect the stash. He sent in a photo of himself in his... Uh, Let's see, were you in law enforcement, Curtis? That's what it looks like, huh? See a badge on his uh, chest there? That's from whenever I started in 1996. July 30th is my last day, by the way, retirement bound. Time to get out. Well, congratulations there, Curtis, and thank you for your service. That uh, That is very, very cool. Counting down two weeks for you. Wow, that is awesome. July 30th, pretty big deal. So, just talking some more about this this collusion occurring between the Biden administration and the social media platforms. So, the the way, the way they are proposing this process to work, if you didn't catch our our video that we shared featuring the great Jen Circleback Saki, we're going to start calling her Jen Misinformation Saki. <laughs> We've got to combat this misinformation. Therefore, we're asking the social media companies, what they want is them to send any suspicious posts regarding COVID and vaccines and all that stuff, mainly vaccines, to the Surgeon General, I believe, for the Surgeon General to, I guess, analyze and weigh in and advise Facebook, in particular, is what she mentioned, whether or not they should allow or remove the post. That sounds like censorship to me coming from, I mean, they just admitted it from the federal government. I missed something.
3: Are they going to hire another 100,000 employees to work at the Surgeon General's office to handle that?
4: Either AI or bots is what's going to happen. You know that. Oh, the Surgeon General. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Facebook hiring additional staff. You know, they'll automate that. Oh, the Surgeon General. Right. It would take about a hundred thousand. <laughs> You're about right. So you know what happens. So we
3: got a hundred thousand. They're going to hire at the IRS. Now they're going to have to get a hundred thousand for the Surgeon General's office to handle misinformation. Aren't they going to? They're going to hire another hundred thousand for the post office as well, right? So I mean, that's three hundred thousand people. Yeah. Just
4: waiting. Well, we ain't growing government, get though. get that government job. <laughs> God, dog. Well, this is disturbing, I just got to tell you. So, the Surgeon General calls on big tech to impose consequences for violating platform policies. Proactively provide info from credible sources to fight health misinformation. That sounds rather authoritarian to me. It's tyrannical. Let's call it what it is.
3: Why and is, it'll never work as long as there are free emails and easy access to sign up for all these things.
4: Folks are starting to get around the social media. So, you know, of course, Donald Trump banned from Twitter. So now what's he doing? He's got a text group. And there are automated tools, of course, apps to make these text groups and blast these texts out. I'm on Tim Scott's. I've tried to get out of it. I can't. (laughs) Because every text is just money. I've given them money. And I keep getting requests for more. That's probably why I'm getting more, right? They figure there's more water in that well. But, so, it is being reported that Trump has about 2 million subscribers to this text group. So, the plan is, he's going to start publishing... Producing video messages, blasting it to the text group. All, if not if not all, most of whom have Twitter accounts, and they're going to share it on their Twitter account. So what's Jack Dorsey of Twitter going to do? Block those two million users? And I'm I suspect it's growing on a daily basis. This text group. Th- they're just ways around this garbage, and it's no so. Is this not what they're doing here that Jen Saki just discussed that we played on the air here with uh, this collusion between Facebook and the Surgeon General? That sounds to me like that's just inviting more posts about health, <laughs> specifically vaccines. That's just inviting. Go throw more out there <laughs> to overwhelm the Sur- Surgeon General. If the goal by these folks, is to increase the rate of vaccinations, in my opinion, my humble opinion, the best thing they could do is shut up. Stop saying anything about it. The more you get admonishment and shaming and scolding and to some degree promotion from elected officials, from government health officials, and I mean at all levels. The more that happens, uh, ads on television, you see that. Radio, obviously, you see all kinds of, of pub- so-called public service ads coming from government. I think the folks that are reluctant, that are hesitant to get vaccinated, they just dig in more. Because they're hearing, they're hearing the encouragement, they're hearing the promotion from the people they trust the least. The best thing they can do is be quiet. Just shut up. Don't do it anymore. It's a person's, in my opinion, a person's right to elect whether or not they want to get vaccinated. We've said that countless times here on the show. And if they've got questions and maybe they're on the fence and they, and they want some counsel, they want to get comfortable with it, talk to your doctor one-on-one. Don't, don't do it or not do it because of what government's telling you. If they would just wake up and realize the more we push this this narrative coming from government, the least likely you are, it's the exact opposite result of what they seek. It's no different than this censoring crap on Facebook. I, I just think their best thing they could do is just zip it, be mom, don't say anything. The Surgeon General says, health misinformation is an urgent threat to public health. It can cause confusion, sow mistrust, and undermine public health efforts, including our ongoing work to end the COVID-19 pandemic. It is my job to help people stay safe and healthy and limit the spread of health misinformation. Well, then be quiet. It's the best thing you can do. i tell you something else that I think would go a long way. If the goal is to increase the rate of vaccination, is the Biden administration should ban any public appearances on any media platform of doctor lock Lock-em-up-forever throw-away-the-key Fauci. He just should be gone. I think the more that he, he lacks credibility. He's waffled, he's vacillated, he's he's changed his, his uh, positions so many times. And now I think he's calling for every child over the age of two to wear a mask, I, I believe. You got, by the way, Los Angeles now imposing mask mandates indoors. They've returned to that. I don't think that's going to go over very well, even for... Los Angeles, where it's it's uh, mostly, obviously, a left-leaning population that that really does subscribe to this idea that I've got to do everything government tells me. I don't think it's going to go over well. I really don't. I think you're going to see some serious backlash. You've got, um, I think, New York City has announced their schools are returning with masks. I suspect between now and Labor Day, we're going to see more announcements of the return of these onerous mandates, with respect to that, and again, I just think it makes people more defiant. I think it. I think it aggravates them more. I think it has the opposite impact of what they seek. I just do. We will see, though. Uh, and and also, by the way, this door to door effort announced by the Biden administration to go knock on doors to encourage people to vaccinate. I think I'm hearing now, Rhino, that they intend to send these teams out with vaccinations in hand so they can inoculate, jab someone right there while they're knocking on the door. That's my understanding. We might have to take a look at that. Also, it appears at first glance that these are not going to be Government employees, but rather third parties, subcontracted by the government. And what I'm seeing, uh, just some rumblings, is that it's uh, four or five of these are far left. Of course, far left organizations, grassroots organizations that are used to canvassing neighborhoods and knocking on doors, spewing their left-wing radical rhetoric. That ain't going to go over very well either. It's dumb. Anywho, CCR, that's a good one there. We'll come right back on the JT Show. Don't forget, after the news at the top of the hour, Richard Cross. will talk about SEC Media Days. We'll be right back.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 60% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, 60% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 74. A 70% chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, partly sunny conditions with showers and thunderstorms likely high near 91. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
9: Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embrace baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at Trustmark Park.
8: This is the Morning market Report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading down this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 107 to 34,879. The S&P 500 is down 11 to 43,48. And the NASDAQ is down 12 to 43,48. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December Cotton is up 73 to 89,78. March Cotton is up 61 to 89,21. At the Chicago Board of Trade, August soybeans are up 22.5 to 14.70 a bushel. September soybeans are up 26 and a quarter to 14 20 and a half a bushel. September corn is up 5 to 569 and a quarter a bushel. December corn is up 8 to 564 and a quarter a bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle are even at 12112. October live cattle are down 10 cents to 12642. August live feeders are down 90 cents to 15647 and September live feeders are down 75 cents to 15847. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob sullender
20: and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight concert, concert Series at Renaissance. Again, 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 again. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Hot and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
1: Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super
0: Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
14: Welcome
4: back, everyone, to the J.T. Show. Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. Day after the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. We're guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and, of course, fine music. So, uh, we, uh, we got a text you were talking about earlier, Rhino, about uh, perhaps Trump.
3: Yeah, from the 323 on the C Spire text line, maybe Trump should make a statement encouraging vaccination. Wouldn't that save some lives? And I've heard him do that a couple times. This is the one I was able to find. It's from March 16th on Fox. And, uh, well, just have a listen to what he has to say
7: not only did we have the vaccine and one thing we did we took a a big bet on this we started manufacturing the vaccine before we really knew it worked we saved many many months and millions of lives by doing that because you wouldn't have the vaccine right now if we didn't take that chance we knew what we were doing we knew that we felt strongly it was going to work and we took a risk, and the risk was spending billions of dollars to develop it yeah. before we knew and before we had the approval that it was going to work. It works incredibly well, 95%, maybe even more than that. It works incredibly well, and it's really saving our country, and it's saving, frankly, the world.
10: So, so, Mr. President, I know that you received the vaccine, Mrs. Trump also got the vaccine. Would you recommend to our audience that they get the vaccine then?
7: I would. I would recommend it, and I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it, and a lot of those people voted for me, frankly, but, you know, again, we have our freedoms, and we have to uh, live by that, and I agree with that also, but it's a great vaccine. It's a safe vaccine, and it's uh, something that works, and uh, we've been working round the clock and what i got the fda to do this would have happened this would have happened in many many uh years from now if we didn't if i didn't yes. get involved and if we did get involved
18: there you go
4: so uh i think that sort of uh, dispels the the left's claims that folks aren't getting vaccinated because of trump because trump won't support it and He won't get behind it. Uh, That's just simply not true. You just heard him speak directly about it, his own words, as the president, right?
3: Well, that that was after. That was March of this year. So that was after he'd already left the White House.
4: But uh, I seem to recall even before. It could be argued that his ban
3: from Twitter has only facilitated the left lying about that because he doesn't have a way to get to his followers.
4: Yeah, you're right. So somebody asked Sandy and Clinton, "How do you find the text groups you spoke of?" There, the groups are from the campaign, and I don't know if that's still out there. But if you went to campaign sites, and I haven't done it in a while, it's it's pretty easy on almost any candidate's campaign site, especially for president. You can sign up for text alerts. This is what I did with Tim Scott. You might be able to find it there, right? Now I haven't looked, but and th- there were even, I think, some lawsuits filed back in 2016 against the trump camp for sending unsolicited text messages so i think everybody knows your phone numbers just floating around all over the place and and campaigns they get attached to those phone numbers and you're going to start getting texts there's usually a way to opt out of them but evidently this uh, this big subscription base is left over from the campaign. Whether or not you can still go out there and sign up for it, I'm honestly not sure. I haven't I, found an easy way to do it. Yeah, so, yeah, and it, it just could be that uh, because the campaign's over, and so I could be mistaken that that group's not growing. But I, I suspect there's some way to do it to get on that text group. I just I just do. So anyhow, but I did go out and look up one of these organizations. By the way that is reportedly going to be performing this door-to-door vaccine push, IE United is one of them. And, and and IE stands for Inland Empire. Inland Empire refers to the Orange County, primarily the Orange County area that is east of Los Angeles. That would include like Anaheim and uh, Irvine and, and a lot of those cities uh, throughout the, that uh, area, that region, that are not uh, on the west side of Los Angeles, closer to the beach, but rather on the east side, it's, it's gigantic.
3: Riverside and San Bernardino.
4: There you go. So uh, it's solicited, I shouldn't say solicited, but uh, competed to buy several companies in the area, never could never could pull it off, always got beat. Incredible area. Uh, IE United and... We got news coming your way right now, and then we got Richard Cross. But after that interview, we will talk a little bit about IE United's platform. It won't be surprising to find out just how left leaning they are. That's who Biden, that is an example of who Biden plans to hire to go door to door. Oh, I'm sure they're only going to talk about vaccines, right? Ha! <laughs> Jeez. This is a bad idea. Bad idea. Tom Petty. bump. I love this song, by the way. Tom Petty a bumping us out of this segment. Super Talk News, Fox News coming up next, followed by Richard Cross from Sports Talk, Mississippi. We'll talk about SEC Media Days. Stay with us. The JT Show will be right back.
13: news. I'm Chris Foster. Facebook responding to White House complaints says in a statement it already bans users who spread bad information about coronavirus vaccines.
5: The White House says misinformation is keeping people from getting vaccinated and they're asking social media companies to crack down on what they're calling super spreaders on their platforms.
13: Fox's Jackie Heinrich. Yesterday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said they were flagging Facebook posts for misinformation.
5: The advisory from the Surgeon General's page indicates that they're asking social media companies to provide data to their researchers so flagging can be done in the future.
13: The Treasury Department issues a warning to American businesses about the risks of doing business in Hong Kong, with the Chinese government tightening its grip there. Last month,
9: the State Department issued an advisory urging Americans to reconsider travel to China and Hong Kong, in part because of arbitrary enforcement of local laws. Fox's Jared Halper.
13: America's listening to Fox News.
9: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care, feel better,
21: faster. Integrity, honesty, contractor pricing, and statewide delivery. That's why contractors count on Prassel Lumber Company in Ridgeland. The whole staff at Prassel Lumber have years and years of building industry knowledge, so you get your questions answered right the first time. They can supply all your job needs, large or small, from structural and framing to plumbing, all the way to finishing. Remember, if we don't stock it, we'll special order it for you. Come by Prassel Lumber on Highway 51 in Ridgeland today. And be sure and like us on Facebook. That's Prassel Lumber.
16: I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As the number of COVID-19 cases begin to rise again, Mississippi's largest healthcare institution and only academic medical center in the state is implementing a new COVID-19 vaccination policy. UMMC's Luann Woodward explains. The new policy will require all employees, all students, to either be vaccinated or to wear an N95 mask. The policy will go into effect July 26th and will be phased in over three months. And Thursday, Nissan celebrated the beginning of production of the new 2022 Frontier pickup truck, which will be built in Canton. Governor Tate Reeves was on hand for the event.
18: It's a testament to our successful partnership, and it is a testament to our commitment to increasing high tech advanced manufacturing jobs in our state.
16: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
15: Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture?
4: Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive,
12: we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org.
9: Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you, but not today. Litter is on the rise in our state, and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org.
16: In a hearing Thursday on Capitol Hill, Lex Taylor, CEO of the Taylor Group in Louisville, told the Senate Commerce Committee how supply chain issues have impacted his
18: company the supply chain is a disaster. Delays in deliveries have forced manufacturers like Taylor to resort to unorthodox and expedited methods of getting critical supplies.
9: This situation is causing inflation to run rampant. So far, we have kept our lines running, but are facing 30 to 75% price increases
17: from our vendors and transportation companies.
16: And a CNBC analysis has named Mississippi as the cheapest state to live in.
17: Citing low housing costs, inexpensive energy, and all-around affordable prices the report hands the magnolia state an a plus for its cost of living mississippi beat out kansas and oklahoma for the top spot on the list with neighboring states including alabama tennessee and arkansas also cracking the top 10 for super Talk mississippi news i'm Andy davis
15: I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious poke smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's poke's original smoked with a hint of sage, poke's cajun with a kick of cajun seasoning, or poke's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want pokes on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick pokes.
20: Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight, Twilight Concert Monsters Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters. With Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
5: To Good Things with Me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
6: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for.
0: Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. And joining us now, our good friend Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk Mississippi. How about it there, Richard?
22: Gerard, what's up? Happy Friday.
4: Same to you, my friend. Uh, awesome job on the show yesterday. Uh, caught a good bit of it. You guys did Fantastic. And, uh, of course, the entire Supertalk team just did, uh, I thought, a yeoman's job and raised a bunch of money, and that's the main thing for a great cause, great organization, that being the Palmer Home for Children, the Radiothon. That was fun, wasn't it?
22: Yeah, it really was, and I appreciate the kind words and echo your sentiment. Uh, that's, I, I said when we came on the air, air yesterday, the most fun day uh, of the entire calendar year for us at Supertalk um, and it's such a team effort. I mean, it's our team at, at Super Talk with, yeah. with Houston and Alex and all the work that they do in advance. Will uh, and then you know producers and folks uh, that are helping, and then the Palmer Home team as well, answering phones and making sure that uh, everything happens. And just a great day. But ultimately, you know, the winners in this certainly are the kids at, at Palmer Home. But yeah. what an incredible, um, just a year after year, an incredible show of generosity. Uh, from all the corners of the state of Mississippi, um, you know, people continue to uh, to amaze me with their generosity, uh, with how much they care about uh, these children and giving them a chance in life and an honored to be a part of
4: it. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, uh, it's always uh, so rewarding and so gratifying to witness firsthand the generosity of the citizens of this state. It's just incredible.
22: And, and it happens over and over and over again. And I know it's cliche when we talk about it, the whole we're and a lot of things. But yeah. when it comes to generosity and charitable giving, uh, Mississippi State, or excuse me, the state of Mississippi
4: yeah.
22: uh, tends to lead the entire country. And uh, that's something that I think we can be abundantly proud of.
4: Absolutely. All right, let's talk a little sports. You guys are headed over to Hoover next week.
22: Yes. The unofficial kickoff to the start of football season. Uh, even though we still got six weeks to go, but man, it's getting close, and uh, it's exciting this year. I think it's exciting in the state of Mississippi. Of course, all fourteen teams will be represented in Hoover with the head coach and uh, two players from each school. And media descends from all over the country. Uh, every conference has some sort of media day, but nobody does it quite like the SEC does. It is. Uh, It certainly is a unique environment. It's going to be a little tempered this year. Uh, I'm kind of weary of talking about health and safety protocols, but some of those are still in place. and So maybe just a little bit throttled back this year. But, you know, when you look at it locally, uh, with year two of Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, year two of Mike Leach at Mississippi State, trying to kind of build on the success of a season ago from from both of those teams, Ole Miss, you know, kind of getting to a bowl game and and getting the win, and they did so what it – I guess finished the year at 5-5, five and, five, and Mississippi State were below five hundred, but played better toward the end of the year. Certainly both teams have got some question marks going into the season, as is always the case, but I think there's a lot of reason to be excited this season.
4: I hope so, and I hope we get back to what would be kind of a, a, a typical sort of season where we're not Amen. having to worry about uh, all these other uh, issues with respect to COVID that just disrupted every aspect of our lives, including uh, sports, which is just such a a, a huge part of uh, the entertainment landscape, certainly in the state of Mississippi and and we enjoy yeah. we enjoy getting out and and cheering for our teams.
22: We certainly do, and you'll forgive me, I hope, for waxing poetic, but so much <laughs> of the, the excitement of college football is. The bands and the cheerleaders and the tailgating and the pomp and the circumstance, the pageantry, and all we had last year was ball.
11: Yeah, Uh, I mean, and it
22: was you know it was football with limited attendance, and you know, interestingly enough, I thought football felt a whole lot more normal than basketball did. To me, there's something about that. Hmm. You know, when you got. Seven, eight, ten thousand people packed in an arena, and you get that basketball environment versus basically empty gyms all over the SEC last year. I thought it was was really lacking something. You know, even though we were limited on attendance, we were still you know 20,000 people at the football games, and so it gave it a little bit of atmosphere. But it certainly was not uh, what we're used to. And uh, I I will speak only for myself, but boy, am I excited about getting back to. Uh, what is going to feel a whole lot more like normal this fall.
4: Yeah, totally agreed. So do you have any thoughts about uh, who, who's looking to kind of set themselves up atop the conference and in the, in the divisions and then uh, ultimately come out of there as the, the, the crown champion of, let's say, the SEC? Do you have any thoughts about that at this point? What, what's it Yeah, like?
22: I'm, I'm going to go way out on a limb here and <laughs> say that Alabama's going to be good. Um <laughs> Look, I, I decided several years ago that I was going to stop voting against Nick Saban uh, in, in terms of do you want to be cute and try and pick a dark horse or yeah. pick an outlier. Uh, until proven otherwise, it feels like a pretty safe bet that Alabama is at the top of the league. I think in the West, uh, clearly you've got Alabama at the top, but this is not an Alabama team that is without questions. I mean, they, they lost two NFL receivers and an NFL running back and an NFL quarterback off that team. Now, that's happened before, but at some point, maybe, maybe this is wishful thinking, you'd like to think that they have to, you know, not fall back to six or seven or eight wins, but maybe they fall back to nine or ten wins in the regular season.
11: I'm not
22: really convinced that that's going to be the case, but we'll see. Uh, You know, after that, uh, I think Texas A&M, the job that Jimbo Fisher has done, Mm -hmm. they, they built a really, really good roster There are a lot of people that are high on LSU, and I'm very much in the wait-and-see category Hmm. on LSU. That was a bit of a disaster uh, a a season ago. They got a little bit better as the season went along. Um, So I think it goes one of two ways. I think LSU is either really, really good or it turns into a bit of a dumpster fire. And so we'll uh, we'll see. I, I guess one of those might be more entertaining than the other. I think both Ole Miss and Mississippi State are really interesting teams when you look at the landscape of the West. This Ole Miss offense uh, I think is going to be pretty good and they're going to be better. Uh, I I don't think it's possible for them to be worse than they were defensively. That was a historically bad (laughs)
4: SEC defense a year ago. It was painful as a fan. (laughs) Uh,
22: you got uh, the best quarterback in the SEC returning. There's some uh, great pieces in the backfield. Most of the offensive line is back. Uh, I guess absolutely Newman, who could yeah. very well be a starter in the NFL this yeah. year. I just think there are a lot of pieces. And uh, D.J. Durkin, the defensive coordinator after the spring, was really excited about the direction they were headed defensively. And then you look down the road to, to Mississippi State, and you know this is a. T- I don't think this is a team that's competing for the West this year that's competing for an access bowl at nine or ten wins. But I do think it's a team that you're not excited about playing on your schedule. I think they're a bowl team when it's all hmm. said and done, probably a, probably a seven-win team. I mean, if everything goes right for Mississippi State, maybe they go eight and four in the regular season, maybe nine and three. If hmm. absolutely nothing goes right, then I think the floor is probably four or five wins, uh, which kind of lands you in that six-seven bowl game, continue to build and continue to try and stack some recruiting classes up. In fact, that's something we're going to do this afternoon on on Sports Talk. We're gonna we're gonna try to establish the floor and the hmm. ceiling for all okay. fourteen teams in the SEC, and then <laughs> kind of figure out what those games are that are the difference in in being at the top of the bottom of uh, those expectations.
4: We got a little time left, minute or so. What about uh, prime time and the swag?
22: Well, uh, Deion Sanders makes Jackson State must watch. Right? I mean, there's. Uh, you, You can feel however you want to feel about the decision to hire Deion Sanders. There is no question that that was as savvy a PR and marketing uh, move as maybe has ever been made in SWAC football. He has brought attention uh, to Jackson State that just simply wouldn't be there otherwise. And then they won some games. And, And so now as they... Seem to be elevating recruiting and being able to capitalize on the reputation of Deion Sanders. The fact that it's fun and there's some splash and you know there's some cachet that goes along with it. Yeah, uh, goes along with it. Can can they stack some recruits in there and and continue to kind of climb up the uh, the hierarchy and the, stat, uh, the swag? There certainly are some good teams uh, at that level, and I think Jackson State uh, traditionally has been one of those. Yeah, and they're trying to kind of reestablish themselves. So it's going to be fun to watch and. Obviously, Will Hall in year one at Southern Miss, yep. the excitement that they haven't had maybe as much in recent years. That is a working dude, and he is trying to build it through kids in Mississippi, and it's going to be fun to watch as well.
4: Well, so I think the the main point there that we get out of this conversation is it ought to be a heck of a lot of fun. We got what is setting up to be a very exciting hopefully typical football season that we can enjoy. And you're so right, getting back to all the other ancillary activities that we so yep. enjoy about football. Great to visit with you, Richard, my friend. Again, a great job yesterday. Look forward to turning, uh, excuse me, tuning in to the show next week, SEC Media Days. It ought to be a lot of fun. Football just around the corner. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Gerard. Have a great weekend. You too, buddy. We'll take a break right here on the JT Show. We'll come back with more. we got Steven Gagliano in the studio at 1220 and a concert giveaway. Stay with us. We shall return.
21: Integrity, honesty, contractor pricing, and statewide delivery. That's why contractors count on Prassel Lumber Company in Ridgeland. The whole staff at Prassel Lumber have years and years of building industry knowledge, so you get your questions answered right the first time. They can supply all your job needs, large or small, from structural and framing to plumbing, all the way to finishing. Remember, if we don't stock it, we'll special order it for you. Come by Prassel Lumber on Highway 51 in Ridgeland today. And be sure and like us on Facebook. That's Prassel Lumber.
1: Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans and craftsmen by purchasing products with a Genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday 11 to 1 and Saturdays 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson and I am Genuine Mississippi.
22: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. Check text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: The JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Mike in Gulfport says, "Full disclosure, I'm a Bulldog." However, Richard Cross needs to reevaluate the Ole Miss quarterback as the best in the SEC. Hmm, I don't know about that. Uh, I would, I would have to say at this point, certainly statistically, I think he does rate the high, the highest. If I'm not mistaken.
3: I'm sure it could be argued that you could throw some more words in there, like best returning starting quarterback or something. Okay, But gotcha. I'm sure there are others that would say any any QB working in the Alabama system is going to be better, or there are some people that are high on the Tennessee quarterback. I mean, yeah, it's the SEC. True. Everybody's got their own.
4: Yeah. Yeah, plenty of talent. No doubt. All right, so <laughs> what were you telling me during the break? Which one? Sharks.
3: <laughs> so apparently, sometime in the last uh, twenty-four or forty-eight hours, there was a a news release from shark advocates calling for a rebranding
4: of shark attacks <laughs> to interactions. No, so let me get this right. We're reimagining. <laughs>
3: It all comes from the University of Sydney in Australia. Oh, my God. The researcher Christopher Pepin-Neff, quote, Shark attack is a lie.
4: Oh, my gosh. You know, they're also... (laughs) That's a lie. Tell that to the person who lost a limb to a shark. (laughs) Good grief. I think there are also calls. I saw something for renaming the Asian carp. Because evidently the Asian carp is bad for the environment, the the spreading thereof. This particular fish that evidently wreaks havoc on the ecosystem has been transported into waters it should not be in by people. And so they want, they want to rename it. They don't want it to be called Asian carp anymore. You looking at that? It's Crazy. Why, Why do all these words and names bother people so much? Because they have
3: nothing better to do with their time. I just,
4: well, that's bad. That means, you know what that tells me? We're just, we're a very wealthy society is what we are. So much so that stuff like that is at the top of your list of needs. Not, oh, I don't know, food and a roof over your head, way to get around, and of course the obligatory mobile device. This IE United group that I was discussing earlier, that evidently is on the list uh, for the Biden administration to subcontract to go out and do this door to door vaccine push, their platform. An economy that works for the people, not corporations. Progressive leadership accountable to the people. Clean air and green energy, that's all you gotta know, right there. A humane approach to immigration. A restorative approach to criminal justice. Reproductive rights and health care for all. I.E. Abortion on demand and government-provided health care. Inclusive and comprehensive education, safe, affordable, and stable housing for all. That, my friends, is your vaccine team. (laughs) You can just imagine some of these other organizations, they're just as far left. That is who's going to be knocking on your dough. It's a bad idea. It's just a really, really bad idea. I would just be curious. Oh, you know, I've been thinking about that. While you're here, go ahead and jab my arm, you progressive left wing loon. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm just I'm looking on their website, and uh, <laughs> evidently they've had like rallies, and they're all holding signs, and it says Amazon. We demand good jobs and healthy air. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what are the odds that the same loons holding this big banner just placed an order on their Amazon app? It's pretty. I get like I've said before. You know they're using apps that are housed and hosted by Amazon Web Services. You're making them rich, and now you denounce them. It's just dumb. It's just unbelievable. Well, anyhow, that's what looks like is coming to your front door oh joy incredible i e united somebody asked earlier what what if they come by and start asking about guns and political persuasion yeah i i fear that as well i do think ultimately uh, i don't i don't think they have any hesitation in mobilizing third parties so-called grassroots door-to-door organizations to go
3: does give a great opportunity to embarrass them or just make a fool of them or just get a good laugh i mean go to the dollar store and find the the four pack of the little cheap water gun pistols And then find you one of those lock boxes. Go to a a garage sale or something, find you one for a couple bucks. And then put those water pistols in the lock box. And when they come, knock on your door, and they go, oh, by the way, do you have any handguns? Yeah. Hang on. Come here. I'll show you. And you take them to the closet and pull out the lock box. And you're like, are you sure you're ready to see this? And you open it up, and four water pistols, baby. (laughs) just waste their time.
4: Oh, that's a good idea. You know who knocks back? Mr. Smith and Mr. Wesson. Scott in Rankin County. No, Scott, you're not going to shoot anybody. You're not going to banish your gun. Don't do that. It's actually not against the law to knock on one's door. If you ask them to leave and they don't, that becomes a problem. But the way to deal with this is not through violence. You certainly have a right to protect your property, but knocking on your door is not not really damaging or confiscating your property just answer the door in a bathrobe and only a bathrobe. that's a good idea with a mask how on long are something. they going to talk to you <laughs> answer it with a donald trump mask on <laughs> how about a maga that? hat the and mag- nothing else <laughs> there you go just a maga hat now i like that idea that's the way to do it <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> Naked is, is the so day cool. you were
11: born,
3: except for a red hat with white letters that will send them into a tizzy. <laughs> a and if man, they get upset because you're naked, they're not being inclusive. That's
4: right. They're being
3: insensitive.
4: Naked people of the world, rise up. You have rights to be nakedity <laughs> with your MAGA hat on. That's so awesome. Miss Marigold will meet them before I do. That's uh, Amanda from Pike County's dog here can't tell what kind of dog it is beautiful dog uh yeah their dogs are pretty good they usually they my dog does they hear that stuff long before we do they're coming up the driveway or out the street even some way so so to some extent uh very cool though uh open the door and start coughing (laughs) excuse me i'm recovering covid (laughs) covid this is just a bad idea This is where these these government people think everybody loves government. And maybe there will be some people that welcome this and are all on board with this. I just don't think so. I think this is the bad approach. It's a misguided approach that fails to consider, which almost all leftist policies do, basic fundamental human nature. Basic human nature. Going to shift gears for a second. The White House is has nominated someone for the Bureau of Land Management. It is Tracy Stone Manning, and she is undergoing confirmation hearings. Turns out she's got a little eco-terrorism in her past. The spiking of trees, you're familiar with that, tree spiking. That's what she's being accused of. She was a member of Earth First, a left-wing environmental group. We're saving
3: the trees. We're going (laughs) to put these railroad spikes in it as hard as we can so that the loggers can't cut it down, but we sure did make it harder for the tree to breathe.
4: That's exactly what
3: happens. It's just so dumb. But it's like the eco-terrorists like you can't have camels in a nativity scenes so we're going to poison the camels.
4: <laughs> we <laughs> we got a break on us but Senator Mitch McConnell is calling for her withdrawal based on her past eco-terrorism indiscretions. Deep Purple, maybe I'm a Leo bumping us out of this segment. One of my favorite tunes of all time. We'll come right back on the JT show. We got a concert giveaway. Stay with us.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 60% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, 60% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 74. A 70% chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, partly sunny conditions with showers and thunderstorms likely high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
25: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaways has been family owned and operated, located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Callaways has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaways has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. A farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey. And the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's and Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
11: Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home. And- can
9: Calling all college football fans, KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embrace baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at
18: Trustmark Park.
14: This is Anitra over at McBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy Blue Plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips of chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms, spring sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets.
9: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too.
16: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As the number of COVID-19 cases begin to rise again, Mississippi's largest health care institution and only academic medical center in the state is implementing a new COVID-19 vaccination policy. UMMC's Luann Woodward explains. The new policy will require all employees, all students to either be vaccinated or to wear an N95 mask. The policy will go into effect July 26th and will be phased in over three months. And Thursday, Nissan celebrated the beginning of production of the new 2022 Frontier pickup truck, which will be built in Canton. Governor Tate Reeves was on hand for the event.
18: It's a testament to our successful partnership and is a testament to our commitment to increasing high tech, advanced manufacturing jobs in our state.
16: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
14: The Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, non and corporate businesses, education, community, and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to a. Age 21. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. If you suspect human trafficking, report it to the national hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or text 233-733. For more information on how to spot the signs and where to report them, go to attorneygenerallenfitch.com. Be aware, be prepared, and be the solution.
0: Back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino.
13: Great news, everybody!
0: On Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to JT show. Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this. For Friday, y'all. All right. So, Jen Saki says uh, the, the government's going to work with Facebook to flag problematic posts. Problematic. That's the word she uses to describe it. Isn't everything problematic now? <laughs> it seems like it. Oh, my gosh. You know, they got a little protesting going on down there in. Uh, Cuba. And they're not happy about the living conditions. It's miserable. That's what communism produces. Produces misery. Everybody's equal, though. Equally miserable.
3: But it's that mean, ugly U.S. embargo. That is what we're hearing. Even though they can trade with all the other communist and formerly communist countries.
4: Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the, the economic system that is communism. It's got nothing to do uh, with a corrupt regime that sits atop that economic system. Oh, no, nothing like that. But right on cue, of course, Black Lives Matter, they weigh in with full support for the communist regime and denounce the U.S., all right, we got a special guest now on the line, the man himself, J.T. Williamson. Good afternoon. Oh, still morning. Good morning there, J.T. How are you today?
26: Gerard, you doing well, man. What a day yesterday. Awesome day. I, was, I didn't catch wind. I knew, I knew probably, but I didn't catch wind until late. My good friend, Mr. Bobby Dunlap, yep. put us over the top, DK Tires, Gateway Tire and Service Centers of Mississippi. What great folks him uh, and of course all the folks with all the gateways even here in the capital city with Mr. King West and all those folks they their force every year and I just wanted to personally thank them for for doing that for Palmer Home they uh, they surprised me one year with that big donation and uh, I you know I wasn't with y'all all day yesterday unfortunately yeah. but I, and it came in late and they sent me the. Send me the link, man, and I—I I tell you, it just it just touched me like crazy for them to always, you know, be a part of this with us and—and and, and, you know, D'Orion, I'm a big, big advocate for Mississippi businesses. I'm—I I always have been ever since I've been on the air, and that's a Mississippi business, folks. Yep, uh, a gateway to our way there, even outside of Mississippi, but. When you get your car serviced or you buy tires from gateway tire and service centers you' you're supporting not only you're supporting Mississippi you're supporting it right here the DK tires hustlebean tires gateway tire and service centers are all one big thing and they they do a wonderful job they employ a lot of people in Mississippi and a lot of a lot of good techs you know it's a great place to work good folks and I just wanted to say thank you mr. Dunlap Mr. King and West King Mr. Dean King and all those folks, and Mr. Dunlap especially. He's a wonderful man, and, you know, he's done a lot for a lot of kids, a lot of people, a lot of our schools, not just any one school. He, he donates to all the schools. He helps kids. He, he does a lot of things that people don't know about, and it just shows what a genuine person he is, yes. and I appreciate him. And I tell you, we could all be as lucky to be as spry as he is at his age. I'm not going to tell how old he is. It's unbelievable.
4: I have had the uh, the honor and pleasure of uh, visiting one on one with Mr. Dunlop, and it just it, it's incredible. I totally agree, and you're so spot on about that being a great Mississippi company that employs a lot of people uh, Man, not only in Mississippi that. but outside of Mississippi, but and they you know, do fantastic work. And the company Mr. Dunlop himself—they're very generous and they're very good—and yep. and they do it without a lot of recognition and fanfare. Nope. Is the way they want it. Uh, well,
26: I, I'm making sure he gets fanfare today. Whether and he deserves likes it, it or
4: not, and deserves it, and I'm with you absolutely. We need to <laughs> call attention he, to that.
26: Whether he wants it to not today <laughs> or not, he's going to get it. I'm going to make sure of it. That... Now, look, I got a problem. Yeah. I don't think Rhino's hair is cut short enough, man. (laughs) You saw my hair yesterday. I think Gary needs to go back, get the razor, and relick that calf. (laughs) Because the first year he did it, he looked like a convict, man. (laughs) It was unbelievable. No, Rhino did good. Y'all all did good yesterday. I didn't get to listen the whole time, but I did get to. I was here and there with y'all, and yeah. I was certainly with y'all there all day. I wish I could have been a part of it, but a little bit more, but just want to thank everybody. That was the biggest year ever, and uh, just for me to be a small part of it means so much to myself because it means a lot to me at Palmer Home to do that for nine years in a row, and to know that we're helping kids, man. You know? Yep.
4: 323,000. It's unbelievable. 323,000 and uh, just exceeded expectations. Uh, it, it goes to show you, does it not, JT, just how good the people of Mississippi are, how charitable they are.
26: You know, Gerard, we hear all this garbage going on all over the country, and we see all this distrust and distrust and things like that. And, of course, you've got the Mississippi media mafia, the liberal left, basically your print that tries to keep it stirred up here. Yep. But they can't, they can't keep it stirred up because we're better off. We're so much better off now than what we were just 12 years ago now that we've gotten control of the House and the Senate. And I'm talking about Republicans. Yeah. They want to blame. They want to go back and do things and say this. Well, you can go back. You can blame Democrats all the way back to Reconstruction if you want to. But we're getting some things done. And I want to say something else on this other deal. Just log on the soapbox. Everybody just take a chill pill on the medical marijuana. You're not going to get your way right off the bat. Nobody is. They're going to go back. They're going to do this thing the right way. They're going to make it where it's done the right way because it wasn't done the right way the first time. And just, just chill out. Let them get things handled. Let them get it done the way it needs to be. And we're going to get things back on target. We'll get things back on track. And, uh, man, the budget's looking good. Money's coming in right now. We're, we're stable here in Mississippi, and we're all getting along and that's the main thing, and and to see that yesterday, uh, to see what people did, I had some extra friends, I want to say a shout out to service specialists, I know they stepped up a little bit this year, which they had, more than they had in the past, their staffing company in Canton and Ridgeland are good friends of mine, and I didn't know they were going to do that either, but they're good folks, David and Deborah Martin, they stepped up for us too, just some personal notes of some people I wanted to thank yesterday for, for the Palmer home, but everybody just enjoy what we got here in Mississippi we're we're the most we're the most charitable state we're the most church state we're the most conservative state and there's nothing wrong with that Amen. You know, don't let don't let other people tell you that something is wrong with that because it's not you may not agree with it but it doesn't mean it's wrong uh, it doesn't mean it's wrong so you know whether you agree or disagree well we are doing pretty good and I think if we'll all be patient with each other and we go back and you look you know, George, look at what we did with the flag. For goodness' sake,
11: mm-hmm. if
26: we can do, if we can put our, if we can put things, if we can get something like that done, we can get anything done. There's nothing that can stop us. So, everybody, just yeah, that is just what I brought out of thinking about yesterday when we saw that number pop up. You know, if we can get the flag done, we can get different things done. We can accomplish anything in Mississippi and live to be in one of the greatest states in the nation. And I believe that. Well, I want to say again, thank you to Mr. Dunlap and uh, DK Tire and Gessel Gateway and all those folks for doing that, and I appreciate you. Hey, uh, uh, Joe Biden hasn't sent you your, your Facebook page yet, has he?
4: <laughs> it's unbelievable. We've been talking about that. They're wanting you to control. Every- it, it's crazy. It's wanting to control everything. And uh, though yesterday he says, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not really a fan of socialism. Really. <laughs>
26: yeah. Hey. There's one thing about it. Never forget it, Gerard. While you're in the chair, you can't censor the JT show. Okay. There you go. <laughs> you keep that. You keep that motto for me till I get back. Okay.
4: Yes, sir. You got Same it.
26: For you. Y'all have a great weekend, man.
4: Good talking to you, my friend. We'll talk Bye-bye. soon. Oh, that's so fantastic. The great JT Williamson. He's so right about uh, Mr. Dunlap, though. Just so generous. And I agree with him. I again, I've had the pleasure of of meeting with him a couple of times face to face, and he's he's not only a fine and and smart and charitable man, he's in fantastic shape uh, for his age. I'm not going to disclose that on the air, but uh, God bless him, and uh, for all he does for the great state of Mississippi, and and JT is so right to bring that up, but uh, and appreciating him calling in today good day look forward to doing that again next year and we're going to surpass this 323 mark i feel it next year we're going to best it and uh, we're going to run we're going to have to come up with something that it's too easy to hit the threshold for you to shave (laughs) and quaff we're going to have to come up with something else that we might have to make as a challenge as part of that when we come back i'm going to read exactly what the black lives matter organization published is their official statement regarding the unrest in cuba it's just incredible and so in my view everyone that supports this organization which is marxist by design is rooted in marxism i'm calling them out it's marxist they're complicit that equals complicity we'll step aside right here we'll come back with more on the jt show don't forget We got a concert ticket giveaway later on in the program. Stay with us.
8: No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No-Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
23: Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse.
1: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I was surprised the other day when I got a phone call asking if we sold guns. We sell lots of guns. We have the largest selection of firearms in this area, including over 100 AR-type guns priced from $599 on up. We also just got in a huge shipment of ammo, including such hard-to-find calibers as 380, 9 9mm, and 223. No limit on quantity and no inflated prices. Check out our website, rangebyjimmyprimos.com, or like us on Facebook.
9: Rogers Dabs Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dabs service, parts, and quick lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or rogersdabs.com.
8: This is the Midday market Report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. The Department of Justice said it will require Danfoss, AS, and Eaton Corporation to divest assets from the company's orbital motor and hydraulic steering unit manufacturing businesses before their merger can proceed. Without the divestitures, the Department of Justice said that the combination of the two firms would subsequently lessen competition in the design, manufacture, and sale of orbital motors and hydraulic steering units used in agricultural, industrial, and construction equipment. Danfoss and Eaton are the two largest makers of orbital motors used for mobile off-road equipment like skid steers, harvesting equipment, sprayers, and street sweepers. Under the terms of the proposed settlement, the parties would divest three of Danfoss's orbital motor and hydraulic steering unit facilities, along with two of Eaton's facilities, to Interpump Group, or an alternate firm approved by the United States Department of Justice. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob Sullender.
9: There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it costs to bring you into this world, and when you leave it, and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a post, or start a garden.
2: Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries.
12: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
6: Worked all week, got it all done, let's make a Tennessee river
4: Welcome back everyone to JT Show Super Talk Mississippi Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. I agree most of the time with y'all but the people of Mississippi didn't change the flag on the 662 C-SPIRE text line. But I think it's fair to say the people of Mississippi did vote for the people who changed the flag. Right? Yeah. So we and they even had a vote on the flag. Yep, sure did. And that went through rather overwhelmingly, the flag that was ultimately selected. By the way, you can probably hear the rain, the thunder moving through central Mississippi, right on top of the Super Talk studios right now. Looked at the radar, a lot of red on there. So there's also some questions coming in about uh the child tax credit, which we've discussed. At length, and I apologize; it gets a little wonky and into the weeds with respect to uh, tax policy. But yesterday, the first day, July the fifteenth of the monthly payments, I think some thirty-five million went out. Child tax credits. The, so the legislation passed the American Rescue Plan by the by, uh, and signed by President Biden back in I believe February. It uh, provided for monthly payments. It first increased the child tax credit and increased the refundable portion of it. And and so that changed the game significantly, but uh, just summary, it is $3,600 a year for any child below the age of six, and between the ages of six and 17, the uh, amount is $3,000 a year. So under this law, the uh, rescue plan passed in February. Unless you opt out, you get half of that in the form of monthly payments, starting whatever you're eligible for, based on the number of children in your household, and that's based on your your tax return from uh, 2020. Uh, I believe 19 is used as a default if you haven't filed a 20, but you certainly should have at this point. And so the monthly payments start flowing. let's say if you had two kids that are eligible for the $3,000 a year credit, they're over the age of six, that'd be 6000 bucks a year, that equals $500 a month. And that's what you're going to get for six months, and then you'll file your tax return in 2022 for the year 2021. The full $6,000 refundable credit will be figured into your return, and it, that will be reduced by the amount you were paid uh, during the uh, as part of the monthly payments during 2021. So if you if you allowed all six payments to be paid, essentially half would be paid of that $6,000. You'd file your return you're still owed another 3000 That's the way that works. If there's any changes in situation with respect to your income or eligible dependents when you file your 21 return versus 2020 used to send these payments out, there's a reconciliation process to square that up. A lot of people think, well, gee, that's going to reduce my refund if I take that credit now. Relative to the prior year, that's not true, and that's because the amount of the refundable portion of the credit was increased substantially. A hundred percent of the credit is refundable, meaning even if you don't owe any taxes, you do your tax return, you come down to the bottom line, here's, here's what your full tax liability is before you start applying the amount that was withheld across the year. Even if you have a zero tax liability, you still get this credit. That's why the president's wrong when he says we're giving them a tax break. No, you're giving them money. A tax break would mean, well, I owe taxes and I'm going to take this credit and apply it to the amount I owe, thus reducing my tax liability. That's not what this is. This says, hey, file your tax return even if you don't make enough money or once you take your your standard deductions out, you don't even have a tax liability. Forget the amounts you've paid in. You have zero tax liability whatsoever. The government still sends you money. That's not a tax break or a tax reduction. That's just free money. That's redistribution. Is what that is. It's no different than the earned income tax credit. The Biden administration seeks to make that permanent. It's included in the so-called infrastructure bill. Is making the child tax credit permanent and making it flow on a month the payments flow on a monthly basis and making it 100% refundable. That is the plan. This t- this is essentially universal basic income. It's what it is. It's just helicopter money flowing out to everyone that qualifies based on their income. Which, by the way, for a married couple, <laughs> the threshold for full eligibility of the credit, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, hardly poverty. Hardly poverty. It's just a big redistribution scheme. It's you could argue a buying of votes strategy. Top of the hour means Super Talk news, Fox News coming your way. We got a concert giveaway when we come back and Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk news director at 12:20. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to WFMN, Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Barone'sTreePros.com.
13: Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Another sign the economy's coming back.
16: Retail sales rose six-tenths of a percent in June. Economists were expecting a decline. However, the semiconductor chip shortage apparently kept some people from car buying. Excluding autos, retail sales rose 1.3%.
13: Fox's Jenny Casola. Retail sales were up 18% from last June during all the coronavirus restrictions. A bipartisan infrastructure deal may be hitting snags.
10: Some Republicans are cooling on the idea of hiring more IRS agents to collect unpaid taxes, a key provision to help pay for the near trillion-dollar core infrastructure plan. Meanwhile, Bloomberg reports Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said progressives could tank the bipartisan bill if the Senate doesn't pass a $3.5 trillion proposal
16: that includes climate initiatives, and social programs.
13: Fox is Rachel Sutherland. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great
9: company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call
15: today.
8: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407.
16: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's a 911 call that's touched many. Hello,
14: this is 911. We had a phone call from this number. I need y'all to tell the sheriff um, tomorrow. You tell the sheriff what? That
16: um, I love him, and I love all of you Mila Santa Maria, first grader at Seminary Elementary School, wanted to make sure that Covington County Sheriff Daryl Perkins and his team knew how she felt. So she called 911 Tuesday night to tell them the sheriff has since visited Mila to thank her for her kindness. And an Amtrak passenger train collided with a tow truck carrying an 18-wheeler Thursday near Byram as the truck was crossing a section of track which allegedly had no crossing arms or flashing lights. WLBT reports that the occupants of the truck, James Creel of Mississippi and Scott Harstock of Florida, were killed in the crash. None of the passengers aboard the train were injured. I'm Andy Davis.
20: Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert, Concert Series at Renaissance. Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters. With Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. <laughs> Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
16: Congressman Michael Guest recently joined a letter to the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee requesting discipline for athletes who dishonor the United States and its flag, as outlined in the committee's charter. The letter details Congress's authority to dissolve the organization's board of directors and find a replacement if they continue to ignore its own rules and allow continued misconduct from members of the U.S. Olympic team. And it's a story that bears it all. The filming of an adult movie and a naked man with a gun. WTOK reports that three people were filming inside an abandoned alternative school in Meridian when Vernon Scott reportedly became angry because his partner was paid to be in the film, but he wasn't. Scott, who obviously wasn't wearing any clothes, ran after the person filming the movie and shot at their car. Scott has been charged, and charges may be forthcoming against his partner. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
17: This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team mississippi farm bureau just like i did visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com farm bureau insurance go with the home team bad internet is bad for business we've all been there
9: Gamble here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six till nine. Breaking news, quick shots,
1: analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Are you?
0: Welcome to Real Talk for Real
11: Mississippians. Okay, let's begin.
0: Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this Friday, y'all. So I got a text. We got a text here from Kelso in Ocean Springs. Appreciate that. And Kelso says, "Do you think liberals would feel welcome in Mississippi? Let alone welcome on your show?" Sure, I'd, I welcome anyone to our state and uh, welcome anyone on the show. I may not agree with that So because I believe in freedom and mobility and freedom to take up residence wherever one wants. I, last I checked we're still part of the Union of the United States and I don't think there are any such restrictions are there? Barring one from taking up residence in any state. I don't think you're tested based on your political persuasion So on that basis, sure, I support that, and I would be happy to discuss uh, ideology, politics, worldviews, whatever, with anybody of any political persuasion. I feel like I could do that in a civil and respectful manner. And so I'd welcome him on the show. But Kelso says... Well, I would imagine a liberal living in Mississippi would certainly feel dissected and labeled after listening to your show for 30 seconds. Not every liberal is a BLM-following, gun-hating communist. Generalizations are always, almost always wrong, and yes, I get the irony. Well, I don't think that I have grouped uh, any liberals with respect to those particular positions, but... I think it's – I haven't met any that don't agree with those positions, let's put it that way. And whenever I've confronted any about their support for BLM, which is unequivocally a Marxist organization, they, they, they don't uh, try to hide it. Their, their founders freely admit it and acknowledge it and promote it. So if, if you ask a liberal, which I have, a Democrat even, hey, do you support – the BLM organization. I've yet to find one that says, no, I don't. So by supporting an organization that is rooted and grounded in Marxist ideology, one can only conclude that they support Marxism because they support an organization that does. That's how it works. I I don't see how that can be refuted. So... Writes back, says, I, I couldn't tell you who the spokesperson for BLM is. Well, I can tell you who the founders are and what their worldview is. That's widely published. Says, Kelso says, I've never been to their website or any event. Just agree with what I believe to be the original idea, which is black lives do matter. That is not the idea. That is a hoax. They are charlatans. They are shakedown artists. And it always seemed that way, particularly when it comes to law enforcement, health care, voting. That's it's not what they're all about. Take a look. Go read it. And they fully believe, by the way, that the cause for the misery in Cuba is a function of this country. It's completely culpable. This country is... The exclusive reason, they make a statement. Black Lives Matter condemns the U.S. federal government's inhumane treatment of Cubans and urges it to immediately lift the economic embargo. This cruel and inhumane policy instituted with the explicit intention of destabilizing the country and undermining Cubans' rights to choose their own government. Oh, so the Cubans seek A communist government goes on to say, Since 1962, the United States has forced pain and suffering on the people of Cuba by cutting off food, medicine, and supplies, costing the tiny island nation an estimated $130 billion dollars. Without that money, it is harder for Cuba to acquire medical equipment needed to develop its own COVID-19 vaccines and equipment for food production. This comes in spite of the country's strong medical care and history of lending doctors and nurses to disasters around the world. They're essentially praising, am I missing something here? They're heaping adulation on a communist regime. They want nothing of the idea that communism, even Joe Biden, finally yesterday says, it's it's failed uh, most places. It's been tried. I mean, he he just very tepidly, did he not, very tacitly came out and and criticized communism. But I think he was pushed by his woke left mob. He just didn't seem to me he really wanted to do it. So... Black Lives Matter fails to recognize, in this case, with respect to Cuba, and call out the core problem, which is communism. That's just easy, is it not? And blames it and finds fault with this country, as they always do. That They hate this country, let's be honest about it. It's not about Black Lives Matter, aren't they the group that went around... And was, was uh, what was it, uh, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, uh, calling for the death of police officers, essentially? The frying of police officers? You see, it's possible to oppose police misdeeds and brutality, but support law enforcement and law and order. It, we we you have to have the ability to parse that out and discern. Where there are police police officers and law enforcement that abuse their power and authority, they should be called out. I don't know any conservatives that don't agree with that. I've never heard a conservative say, no, I think the police just ought to have free reign, do whatever they want. Never heard that. But to take the actions of the minuscule number that commit and engage in brutality and define the entire law enforcement world by the actions of those, that's just wrong. It's, it's disingenuous, it's dishonest. Think about any, any group to which you associate, be it your work, your political philosophy, your church, it doesn't matter, any group you associate with. And and think if any of those are perfect, have just zero sin to which they are associated. I'm not aware of any. I think God pretty much told us that, didn't he? That we're we're flawed humans, we're sinners. (laughs) Accept that. Now, do you take those the worst in a group? and use those to define the entire group? That's not fair. That's not fair. Kelso, by the way, says, do the Proud Boys represent all conservatives? No. But the left says they do. <laughs> Thanks for confirming our point. That's awesome. The left thinks we're all QAnon and Proud Boys. I don't even know what the hell they are, honestly. That's just... <laughs> That's the fundamental problem. Look liberalism and what we see going on across this country in the Democrat Party, it's all about dismissing individualism and replacing it with groupthink. That's what it's all about. Every bit of it is. It's group, group, group. You're labeled as, as a group. You're not labeled as an individual. They're even teaching this in schools. Everything's divided into groups. All this diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff, which, by the way, I've got a new name for that. It's discrimination, inequity, and exclusion. That's what it is.
3: The tenets of the crybaby regression.
4: That's all it is. That's what's being taught. And corporations across this country are forcing it. They're forcing their employees to accept it. You're part of a group. Based on your physical attributes, therefore you have to admit and acknowledge and sign off and sign a pledge. We talked about it with Raytheon. You know, we've been talking about it, and now it's starting to get some traction in the mainstream media. I actually had someone on the left say, that's not really happening. You can't prove it. And so I didn't send one or two, like half a dozen accounts of this. Which, by the way, weren't from conservative news sources. Hell, there ain't half a dozen conservative news sources. Oh, no, it's not really going on. Okay. Keep denying it. That's what makes me mad. Not every Democrat buys into AOC. I didn't say that, Kelso. I said if you support Black Lives Matter, the organization, you support a Marxist ideology. That's what I said. And AOC is a Marxist. She supports it. That's how it works. Stephen Gagliano is our guest next in the studio, and right after that, Rhino's going to do the concert giveaway. We're getting fired up here on the JT Show on this Friday. Stay with us.
0: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash
1: COVID. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com.
10: Visit com for a free, no obligation estimate.
1: Gallo here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without copays, Deductibles or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call
9: 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com.
5: to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3.
0: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
11: Wow, I feel good.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT show, Super Talk, Mississippi. Two things come to mind when I hear that song. First, I saw James Brown perform that live on the Ed Sullivan show when he showed his moves. Unbelievable. And then it's Eddie Murphy imitating him. <laughs> we got to find that and play it sometime. It's so good. Steven Gagliano, news director, Super Talk News in the studio.
17: What's going on there, Steven? Well, it just got done raining sideways, so Whew. thankfully that's over. I Honestly, we've had more of these little spin-up showers. They're not even showers anymore. They're storms. But they're storms, yeah. Over the last couple of weeks, and I'm, I'm pretty ready for those to be over. I don't uh, know if that's going to stop I'm anytime soon, but I think I looked yesterday. Up until next Saturday, there's at least a 40% chance of rain every single day. Oh. So... I don't think it's going to end anytime soon.
4: And it and it doesn't indicate all-day events. It's just these pop-up situations that ruin my golf game. That's what they do. <laughs> I'm
17: supposed to play tennis tomorrow, so hopefully it doesn't ruin that. Yeah.
4: Well, you just got to play in and around the showers, I guess. <laughs> I guess so.
17: All right. So stuff going on here.
4: A little quiet in the state of Mississippi because, of course, we don't have the legislature in session. But there's still some stuff going on. On the, uh, the vaccine
17: front, explain to our audience there what UMMC uh, is implementing. So UMMC is implementing a new policy basically for all employees and students. So basically everybody on a UMMC campus or in a clinic, their new policy, which will begin on July 26th, so 10 days from now, and it will be phased in over a three-month period, is you're either going to be vaccinated or or you're going to be wearing an N95 mask at all times. Jeez. So that's not just one of the regular cloth ones that you can buy at any store. This is a medical medical grade mask, which I guess makes sense if you're in a medical, you know, environment. So yep. that's their new policy and then the further part of of it is after the FDA lifts their emergency authorization use of the vaccine. After right. they lift that designation, Receiving the COVID-19 vaccine, I'm reading from their statement. After that time, receiving the COVID-19 vaccination will become a condition of employment or enrollment similar to the UMMC policy requiring employees and students to receive the flu vaccine annually. Okay. So it'll basically become the flu vaccine in terms of what UMMC will require with it. So kind of interesting there and So, yeah, the mask policy, though, that will take effect in 10 days. The other part of the policy, not until the FDA lifts that designation.
4: I got you. Are you hearing uh, anything along those lines from any other uh, state agencies, school districts, private
17: sector organizations? You heard of any sort of reinstatement? So the one that I've looked at the most and tried to follow along with is the universities. and. To this point none of them have said anything about requiring require i can't talk this yeah morning, no mandate requiring vaccinations so that's uh that's good there but yeah ummc i guess again because it is a medical facility i think maybe that's why they're taking this this lead and dr lou and woodward who i know uh, we've had on several times before was kind of saying that in the statement of you know look we have a responsibility to take care of the most vulnerable patients, from and again from the statement, from premature infants to immunocompromised adults, and everything in between. So they're yeah. kind of taking that lead to to implement this step.
4: Yeah. So the numbers have been ticking
17: up, re, sort of returning a little resurgence, right? They the have variant. What's up with that? So today, I believe it was back in the 500s, a couple days in the 600s this week, and that is all attributed now to this more contagious delta variant. Now the question is going to become is it more deadly? And that's what I think they're still trying to to get more information on because of course you don't want to you don't want to cause a panic with sure. that part of it and it all needs to be very measured because you're starting to see again a tick back up to the point where you almost could have ripped this week's news cycle from July of 2020. Unfortunately, is right. how I've been framing it. You know, we saw last week there were new recommendations for uh, for the immunocompromised or 65 plus, kind of avoiding these indoor gatherings, large indoor gatherings, and that's those are steps that we saw in 2020, and those are steps that I know no one wants to take once again, but. When it when it is a question of health, you hope that the right people will take the right precautions. I mean,
4: we haven't heard anything from the governor's office or anything along those lines, right? We have not. No. I
17: I wouldn't imagine. This is a, more of an opinion, so I'll, I'll preface yeah. it by saying that I would doubt you see executive action at this point. I, I think the message right now is we need to get things back to normal safely, of course, but I don't think I don't think people would react well to new kind of executive sanctions and and all that kind of stuff I think you're right we we tried that once it didn't stop the virus from spreading so we can't we can't afford to go backwards
4: yeah I think I think you're absolutely right so what else we got going around uh going on around the
17: magnolia State? so a piece of good news and uh this came out yesterday and it was celebrated with a, uh, a kickoff event yesterday at the Canton Nissan plant yeah. uh, Nissan is beginning production of its 2022. Nissan Frontier, their pickup truck, and that is going to take place right here in Mississippi. So, Mm -hmm. a really piece of good news. Another piece of good news, I guess, that manufacturing of, of cars is ramping up again. I know for a while with that chip shortage, there were a lot of questions about how that was going to affect the market and affect production. So, it seems to be a bit more back on track. So, there's a piece of good news. Another piece of good news is the State Board of Education set their policies for the upcoming school year with in-person learning as their primary directive, basically. So, you know, we saw, obviously, the end of this, you know, two school years ago get obviously torpedoed by the beginning of the pandemic. Last year was this kind of broken. Some schools are in, some aren't. A lot of arguing back and forth about that. But this year, it looks like most schools and most students will be back in the classroom.
4: you hearing anything about this $1.8 billion <laughs> that we're supposedly getting from the federal government. What's going on there?
17: It seems like it's going to be more of a let's not rush into anything. During a, a press conference earlier this week, the governor was asked about it and my memory, if it serves me right, the answer was more so: we're not going to rush into a special session to try to divvy up all of those funds because you know we have time. Yeah. The difference between this 1.8 billion and the CARES Act, for example, the CARES Act had a deadline of when That's it needed right. to be spent, how it needed to be spent. So yep. this 1.8 billion, I think there's a lot more leeway, and you know, cities and and counties are getting funds of their own as yep. well. So,
4: yeah.
17: Um, it's my understanding is the governor actually has to request it.
4: Uh, as to, there's mm-hmm. some sort of formal request process. And I, I think that's just a formality. But uh, as you said, because there's no hard date deadline by which the money has to be spent, I, I think they're sort of being a little bit more diligent in right. figuring that out. My personal opinion is they just ought to rebate all the money to the people. It, it's a it's essentially a tax rebate based on their... The, the taxes they paid state taxes over the last 3 years that's not a my, bad idea yeah.
17: they Just, they did it in california that's the r- one sure thing that did. california's gotten right sure out of this whole thing but give it back to the people yeah so and i know one thing uh that speaker philip Gunn mentioned and i believe he mentioned this on with uh, coast view with ricky matthews he was talking about water and sewer systems yep. as you know a good idea for this money because you know it's it is one time money so yep. you, you can't build it into something like a teacher pay raise because you can't account for that money right. every single year, Recurring. but a one-time right. But a one-time fix could be, you know, a lot of the water and sewer systems around the state that need some upgrades. Of course, here in the capital city, that's uh, that's been advised, I believe, several different times, especially after the February ice storm, and that actually ties into to another piece of news from this week with DPS and the governor announcing a new. Crime initiative in Jackson. Yeah, it's big. Governor Reeves was also talking about, you know, some of that American Rescue Plan funding can go towards law enforcement, but it can also go towards fixing Jackson's infrastructure issues, which, you know. We could spend all day talking what about Well, I those.
4: think when we had uh, Senator John Horn, who represents a good bit of Jackson on, on the show here, he said that was a billion-and-a-half-dollar problem uh, to fix uh, Jackson's infrastructure, and that is one of the uh, the expenditure areas that does qualify. Mm-hmm. But there was a Supreme Court case that uh, maybe not been Supreme Court. It could have just been a federal court that essentially uh, just struck down, uh, or, I should say, upheld a case that would allow states to use that money even if they're going to enact some some tax decreases. And uh, I think Ohio was the one that brought that. So that was why, where I got the idea, let's just rebate it out to the people. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> right. You want to hang around for another segment? You got sure. some more to talk about? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We got Stephen Gagliano, a news director, SuperDoc News in the studio. We'll come back, start with Rhino's giveaway, and then Stephen and I will talk. How about that? Sounds good. We'll be right back.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Solander. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 60% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, 60% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 74. A 70% chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, partly sunny conditions with showers and thunderstorms, likely high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
24: This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com.
18: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With Tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
16: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's a 911 call that's touched many. Hello, oh, this is 911. We had a phone call from this number. I need you to
14: tell the sheriff, um, tomorrow... You tell the sheriff
16: what. Um, Dad, I love him, and I love all of y'all. Myla Santa Maria, first grader at Seminary Elementary School, wanted to make sure that Covington County Sheriff Daryl Perkins and his team knew how she felt, so she called 911 Tuesday night to tell them. The sheriff has since visited Myla to thank her for her kindness. And an Amtrak passenger train collided with a tow truck carrying an 18-wheeler Thursday near Byram as the truck was crossing a section of track which allegedly had no crossing arms or flashing lights. WLBT reports that the occupants of the truck, James Creel of Mississippi and Scott Harstock of Florida, were killed in the crash. None of the passengers aboard the train were injured. I'm Andy Davis.
7: Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was
0: What decisions are being made by state lawmakers, and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll listen, you know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl.
1: Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors here. The show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
11: Tell you I'd be home every
14: night. Breakfast in bed and we'll never fight. Say I'm wrong when I know I'm right. But baby, I'd be lying.
4: everyone the JT show super talk Mississippi uh, Gerard and Rhino on this Friday, y'all Stephen Gagliano news director in the studio just talking about stuff going on across the state of Mississippi this week uh all right you were talking off the air there what what's up
17: yeah so the uh what we were kind of wrapping up with before the break was the newly announced Jackson crime initiative and, yeah. and this is a you know, this is a long-standing issue, and Governor Reeves and Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tyndall, kind of while announcing this earlier this week said this is not something that's going to fix everything, but, uh, but it, it's certainly a start. And basically what's going to happen is all of the law enforcement divisions within the Department of Public Safety – so that's Highway Patrol, the Capitol Police now, thanks to a bill that was passed during this previous legislative session – And the Bureau of Narcotics, they're going to have kind of an increased visibility in the Jackson city limits. And the hope there is that it frees up the Jackson Police Department to kind of survey other areas where, you know, Capitol Police or the Highway Patrol, they don't necessarily have jurisdiction, but they'll be within the city limits. Then Jackson police officers can go kind of survey some other areas that maybe they wouldn't have been as visible in before i so got you just kind of increasing the presence there additionally uh, one of the bills also passed during the session allows for the highway patrol to set up stationary radar on the highways in the jackson city limits which they couldn't do before for what reason i don't know that seems like kind of an obvious thing but uh But who am I? Anyway, it'll help kind of curb some of the things like we saw on, I think it was New Year's Eve, where people set up drag races on 55, and they had to wait for – the Highway Patrol basically had to wait for people to alert them, I believe is what the case was. And so it was then kind of – it took too long for them to get out there. So now Highway Patrol can more quickly respond to those kind of incidents. So Hmm. a couple good things going on there. And then, like I said – Governor Reeves alluded to the fact that the 45 million for Hines County and 42 million for the city of Jackson uh they could use that fund or those funds from the American Rescue Plan for the uh, for law enforcement issues and for infrastructure. Yeah.
4: So which is dropping the bucket with respect to infrastructure but i think the bigger concern i have is i don't know that money's the problem with respect to law enforcement i i just don't know that they're going to be successful in recruiting mm-hmm. folks into the force i think that's the bigger concern and the bigger issue i you got record retirements across the country early retirements and people just quitting law enforcement because they're not really getting the respect right and their their backs not being uh, covered by those in charge, the politicians in charge, but we're digressing a little bit. So we had uh, Senator Blackwell, I believe, on the air the other day on Paul's show, and he suggested we might see a special session on the medical marijuana situation.
17: Yes, so I believe August is kind of, the that's special the time session. frame that I've heard from a couple different uh, people now. Speaker Pro Tem Jason White mentioned August as well, Senator mm-hmm. Blackwell has said that, and for that to happen, of course, they've got to have an agreement. There's got to be an agreement between House, Senate, and the governor's office to some degree. Those three parties have to have come to the table and said, this is something we feel like can get passed. So once we're at that point, we could have a special session. Then the next question becomes, you know, what does that program look like? Are they going to model it after Initiative 65? Since obviously that's what the people voted for, I imagine – you know, Politicians always give off that line of, we want to do what the people want, all that kind of stuff. So I imagine they'll try to get it as close to 65 as possible. And then I think you'll see some stuff thrown in there as far as taxing it and making some revenue for the state. That was one thing that Initiative 65 did not have. Initiative 65, basically any, any revenue from it just went straight back into the program, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah. So some sales tax from... Medical marijuana, I think, is what you'll see in this mm-hmm. new version of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll necessarily tackle recreational marijuana. I think that would still be much further down the road. And then in a special session, it's do they also tackle the initiative process? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. That, I haven't heard anybody talk about that yet, huh? Yeah, I, that one's tricky because whatever whatever the legislature changes in the initiative process, they can go ahead and vote on it. Vote to change the language. But because that language for a ballot-led initiative is in the Constitution, the citizens have to vote on now it. Got to go the ballot. Yep. And statewide ballots. Right, statewide. And Which that's, will until 22. Right. So, yeah, November of 2022 is really the earliest that it can officially be changed. The legislature could go ahead and do their part. Right. But basically, if it was in a special session, that's just costing taxpayers money for them to be there for an extra day for something that they can do when they come back in January.
4: Because there's plenty of time between, obviously, January and November 22, and which means that all of the various ballot initiatives that were in the works are put on
17: ice. Uh-huh. Pretty much, yeah. Right? There was so
4: recreational a- marijuana, term limits. Mm-hmm. I think we had a wildlife, a Medicaid, Medicaid expansion, expansion. Right. flag. I think there was something getting gen- – I don't know something. how far it got Yeah, yet. there
17: was something related to the flag. There were a couple different ones, and uh, – so, yeah, those are, are basically on ice for the time being. And the supporters of the Early Voting Initiative and the Recreational Marijuana Initiative had actually – uh, they had filed a motion to intervene in the Initiative 65 case. Okay, And the Supreme Court denied that. They were basically hoping to step in and say, we weren't involved in the original lawsuit, but because this affects us, give us the chance to kind of make our case. But, yeah. Uh, because they would have had to get that approved then file a motion for a rehearing so a lot of logistical steps but that was shot down and i think that's the end of that for now Hmm. uh but certainly not the end of of those discussions forever because when the legislature comes back into session it'll it's going to be a busy session you'll have medical marijuana if they don't do a special session initiative process Hmm. and uh Income tax discussion. Obviously, yep. that's going to continue. So it'll be a busy January.
4: So the uh, Speaker of the House has been traveling across the state, uh, promoting and discussing his uh, tax reform package. And there have been some reports that it hasn't been
17: received particularly well. What do you, What are you hearing, if anything, on that? So I've I read that report as well, and I. What seems to be the holdup is more the idea of it being a tax swap, right? I think there, but that's that's the issue. There's there's no perfect scenario where you just get rid of the income tax, and you got to replace that revenue somehow. Well, it I makes up a, a big you, portion of one
4: point nine billion dollars right. of the total uh, six billion that we collect. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the another the other big chunk of that, of course, is sales tax. But so, yeah, it is interesting how that's going, and it, it is sort of uh, being, um, I guess, positioned and described as a so-called tax swap. I, I find that to be a, a little bit um, without support, factual support from a math perspective. I've done. See, I'm not good at math. Tons that's of. Well, I uh, not only is that kind of I guess my sweet spot, but tax policy is. Mm-hmm. is a accounting major, and and uh, I actually designed and implemented tax software systems. So. I've dug into that for a long time. And
17: I refer to you on this issue. Well, then. I've actually – I was
4: going to say is I, <laughs> yeah. I built models and, and did uh, a number of actual cases from people who supplied their their information. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, for a person who works, in every single case, they end up uh, with uh, more money in their pocket <laughs> when, you, when you take into, into account the, the decrease of uh, income taxes and slight increase – on uh, sales taxes, and then the decrease on sales taxes on food, but that
17: see, and that one—that's well, the—that's yeah. the thing. Income tax and all of that kind of language—it's confusing. I, I admit that it's confusing. I think a lot of people out there would admit that it is. So, putting those kind of plans out there in the simplest terms—that's yeah. going to be your strategy. It, whether you're for it, against it, lay it out so people can can really understand it and how it affects their. Their income, basically, yeah. but there's so much around it that, and the the political process is, is obviously yeah. an interesting one and a drawn out one. So I think sometimes people get a little bogged down in the details and and forget to to really just lay it out there for people sure. to understand. And that'll be a big part of this moving big forward. One. Yeah, and, uh,
4: I mean, I would be absolutely ecstatic to see elimination of income taxes without any. Uh, raises in the way of sales taxes, that'd be fantastic. Mm. I, I'm waiting to see the models right. and the pro formas on how that works
17: yep. from a from a revenue perspective and a spending perspective. I'd love to see that. I'm all for it. With the amount of time that we have before the next session, yeah. I think they'll be able to do that. I mean, awesome. It was introduced pretty quickly yeah. during this past one, and I, I, I think, think so. people were playing catch-up.
4: I just want to see all of our leaders that are in charge of all this stuff get together and work this out and implement some and pass some meaningful tax reform. I think that would be a huge economic boost for the state of Mississippi. Rhino, I forgot about the dead gum giveaway. We're going to do it when we come back. Stay with us. Appreciate it, Stephen. Thanks.
12: Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795, 1999. percent for 84 months. You deal for details with approved.
9: Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single-game tickets start at $5, and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call
12: 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com.
20: Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the the Twilight Twilight Concert Concert Series at Renaissance. Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters. With Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
22: Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on
0: Super Talk Mississippi.
7: Welcome back,
4: everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. All right, Rhino, you got a giveaway.
3: Oh, yeah. Tickets are ready to be given away. Concerts are back in the Magnolia State this summer, and I'm not going to lie, I feel a little unprepared. No, not unprepared. I I don't feel like I'm worthy to give these away because of my lack of facial hair, but uh, yeah, legendary (laughs) rock group ZZ Top will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon on August 1st. And tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But now you've got a chance to win some tickets to see ZZ Top right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Be the 26th person. So there's. it doesn't matter if you're on the, the app, watching on the stream, there's a delay. As soon as you hear me say the words... You texted in, you still got a chance because it's going to be lucky number 26. Wow. The 26th person to text into the C Spire text line 601 879 4395. With the winning phrase, we'll win tickets to see ZZ Top on August 1st at the Brandon Amphitheater. The key phrase today, again, be lucky number 26 to text in with the key phrase, LaGrange.
4: There you go. Good song, too. A really good song. So uh, make recreational pot legal, tax it at 10%, and get rid of the state and food. I guess you talking about sales tax. It will generate a ton of money. Wow. Well, think about that for a second. That's on the ceasefire tax line. If you do the math on that, that would mean that the sale of – I just got to think about that for a second. That would mean that the sale of marijuana – legalized uh, marijuana, recreational marijuana would be, I think I did this right, $28 billion in the state. That would be gigantic. That would mean nobody would have any money for food. They'd be spending it all on dope. I don't know if that works. Well, if you, if you increased it to 10%, that was using a 7.5%, the current sales tax rate. Uh, and the other thing is, if you get the taxes up too high, the, the sales taxes on marijuana... Then you just really cause folks to seek uh, their purchases and their procurement through the black market. That's what we have now, essentially. That's what's happening in California. It's just it's, it's a big problem in California in that they they levied such a high tax on it that it actually it did not really produce first the revenue they were expecting, and secondly, it uh, it, it caused. Uh, just really an explosion, a further explosion of the black market. So it's really hadn't solved the problem. I know there's a, there's a lot of folks that say, well, you just need to tax the heck out of it. Well, just keep in mind, there are ways of getting that stuff without through uh, without going through the legal uh, means and the legal systems. By the way, yesterday. Chuck Schumer and uh, has has come out and said he is determined to get making it a high priority was the exact statement he made to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. That is a high priority now for the Senate Majority Leader. And I don't know that I've heard any any position from the president on this, but we'll see where that goes. That's that has been something the Democrats have have held on to for. For some time. So, yeah, I did check the math. It is right. $28 billion? I don't think we'd sell $28 billion. I know when we had uh, – his name escapes me, Rhino. He was the director of the Medical Marijuana Association, if I think I got that right, in Mississippi. Private uh, association, private organization. And you remember I asked Neuberger. him – Newberger. Newburger, that's it. I asked him uh, directly that question, how big will the industry be? And I was taking in taking into account, you know, from the seed all the way to the final product at retail. He said about four hundred million dollars in the medical marijuana. Now let's assume that if that were recreational, what do you think? Triple that, maybe. Triple it's a double? good ballpark. Yeah. So billion two, and you have a ten percent tax on that. It's one hundred twenty million dollars. That just ain't no money. When you got a six billion dollar budget, so I think the only point I'm trying to make is just a bit of a fallacy. I think about that. Uh, that's, regardless of how you feel, in, in my view, about medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, and its decriminalization or its legalization, I think looking at that as a major issue is just really not as big a deal as people think it is. So, at the present rate of seven and a half percent on that four hundred, well, it wouldn't be on the entire four hundred million dollars because a lot of that is through the distribution supply chain, which is not subject to sales tax. Say half of it is—that's fifteen million dollars, twenty million dollars. is not a lot of money in the scheme of things. Just wanted just wanted to make sure that the numbers and the math is considered there. Use that to. to kind of make your mind up on that we've come to a close here of the show and the week and what a great week it has been here on the jt show have a great weekend everyone rhino and i back in the studio on monday stay safe god bless